do you have like the list of his movies or whatever that you're gonna go over? Was it just did you just pull it off like IMDb or something? We got it off Wikipedia. All right. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Can you send it to me just so I have it to look at yes. at the same time? Yeah, you know, you can just go to Wikipedia. I could, but if you already have yeah. it up, you can just send it to me. And welcome to episode 29 of This War Life. My name is Rob Humphrey, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ghost. Ghost, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. I uh, I woke up today and was really tired, but I think that's because yesterday I got my first dose of COVID vaccine. So. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Got the, the first dose. Now, which one did you get? Uh, Moderna. I didn't okay. have a choice. That was what they had for yeah. the appointment I had, which was fine. Yeah, my appointment is next uh, for my first shot is Monday, but I'm getting the Pfizer. The Pfizer, yeah. Have mm-hmm. fun. Um, Again, I didn't pick your that. Your arm's that's gonna just, hurt. <laughs> that's just what they had. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going in Monday for that, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I mm-hmm. don't know. A lot of news about Johnson and Johnson, which was my preferred way to go at first. Because it's one dose. Yeah, one and done. But yeah, uh, the percentages from what I've read, the percentages of the clotting issue are really, really low. But they don't want to risk it. Yeah, and neither so, do I. Right, and, and I, I can think you imagine how bad your life would be if I died? I don't know if my life would be that bad. Um, (laughs) I mean, it would suck. I'd have to find a new co-host. I'd have to start editing this show. I don't want to do that. Yeah. But editing, please. (laughs) (laughs) True. You hardly do that as is. Don't overestimate exactly what it is that I do on this show. (laughs) I don't. I know that it's bare bones. Yes, it is. Um, so I know that you're getting ready to move, but did you have time to watch anything this week? I am. I did watch something kind of, um, technically I was watching Shrek 2 before I started this while I was eating with my roommate. (laughs) The movie's funny, but, uh, I started watching, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I apologize. My cat is playing with a toy that is really loud. So if you hear it chirping in the background. It's a toy. Um, yeah, it's fine. I mean, you know, you should control your animal. My dog's sitting right here being super quiet. He wants to play. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, so I started watching Wes Craven Presents Mind Ripper. I don't know okay. if you've seen that. I have not. I don't, um, don't know what that is. No, I actually, it was brought up to me by a friend um, and he asked me about it and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I, I think I brought it up to you and asked you about it too. And you had no clue what I was talking about, but uh-uh. it is written by Jonathan Craven. Okay. So it was written by his son and then he, pr- Wes Craven produced it. And basically it's about, they find this guy that's like near death and they in- end up injecting him with this virus to kind of create, they want to create like a superhuman. And, of course, it goes terribly wrong. And he's, like, in the vents, like, trying to hunt these people that have, like, turned him into this, like, superhuman monster thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty good. I actually uh, did not see all of it. I fell asleep during some of it. So, I saw a good chunk of the beginning into the middle and then fell asleep for about 20 minutes to a half an hour and then saw the end. Nice. Um, from what I saw, it was really good. I, I, I'll watch it again. It was a pretty interesting concept. Um, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of it. Yeah. You, you might like it. Maybe. Um, was that the only thing you had? That is the only thing I had this week. That's all right. I I don't have that. I've only got two things too. So, um, I'm still working on that ink master. I was going to say, well, you watched a lot of wrestling too this weekend. I did. Oh my goodness. WrestleMania weekend, two nights this year. Oh, wow. Saturday night and Sunday night. And, uh, took up all your time, huh? Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling going on this week. <laughs> um, I did go to the theater on Friday. Ooh, uh, what'd you see? 
I saw the movie The Unholy. Oh, I wanted to see that. How is it? Boy, you don't want to see it. It is bad. I, no, come on. It the cast is, looks so good. It is garbage. Really? <laughs> yes, it's so bad. Why? It's just like it has a cool premise. Like it, it, for people who don't know, the premise is that um, there's a, a girl in a uh, town, a little town in Massachusetts. She's I say a girl. She's you know a teenager. I think mm -hmm. she's like, you know, 16, 17 years old, something like that. I don't remember. Um, and she ha she has been deaf and mute. Um, her <coughs> excuse me, basically her entire life. Mm hmm. And so um, then one day she sees the Virgin Mary and suddenly she can speak and hear. Um, and so then a reporter goes up to investigate it and it turns out that there are uh, evil spirits at foot and that it wasn't the Virgin Mary. And um, so it has a really cool. Mm hmm. Excuse me while I die over here. Clearly. Shit. Yeah. May not even need the shot to kill me. <laughs> um, but uh, it has a really cool premise. Uh, at least I thought it, it sounded interesting. But boy, it, they just don't pull it off. Really? Oh, that's yeah, so upsetting. There are a bunch of cheap jump scares. The, um, mm. the CGI looks like they hired somebody's nephew to do it. Oh, God. Like, instead of getting like a... It, it just looks bad. Um I knew I was in for uh, trouble when um, it came up produced by Sam Raimi. Mm, okay. That's not a good sign. Directed by Sam Raimi, a great sign. Mm -hmm. Produced by Sam Raimi, I feel like not a good sign. <laughs> produced by is like, I like the concept, but not enough to direct it myself. Yeah. It not just, enough to give it my full attention. Yeah. I, I really, I, I just couldn't stand it. Um it had a, such a good cast too. Like I saw Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it, and so was um, Carrie um, Elwes. El yep, Elwes? Jeffrey Dean. El yeah, El yeah, Jeffrey I Dean Morgan is very good in it. Um, yeah, he's good. Uh, Carrie Elwes, um, he's uh, kept taking me out of the movie because he kept trying to do like a Massachusetts or New England mm. accent, but then sometimes he would have it, and sometimes he wouldn't. And when even when he did have it, it was really distracting because I kept going, he doesn't talk like that. Why is he talking like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I just, I would strongly recommend avoid, avoiding the unholy. Mm. It is uh, not uh, a very good movie. And then the only other thing that I watched was the Poughkeepsie tapes. Oh, okay. Uh, have you seen this? I have not. Okay. I've uh, so, had it recommended a few times to me, and I was going to watch it when we did our found footage um, uh -huh. episode, but I, I didn't have enough time, so I didn't get around to actually watching it. Yeah, I finally uh, watched it. it. It's a movie that uh, people talk about. Uh, it comes up uh, quite often, um, mm -hmm. online especially. People talk about it, and um, here's the problem with it. Um, it was made in, I believe, 2007. Mm-hmm. And then not released until 2017. Um, but in the 10 years, there was a bootleg copy of it that went around. Oh. And the bootleg copy of it was a is a different cut than what they finally officially released. Really? And my understanding is the bootleg copy, or mm -hmm. the sort of, you know, original cut of the movie, is much scarier and much better than what they actually released. Yeah. Um. I watched the one that's on Amazon, so that's the official release, and it's not very good. It mm -hmm. um, it, it starts off cool. Uh, it, it's found footage, like you said, and sort of. It's like a it, the the conceit of the movie is that somebody's made a documentary about this serial killer. Um, yeah. but it's just yeah, it's not scary. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable at times, but there's nothing scary about it really. Um, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing just, it doesn't really work mm -hmm. in the end. And, and, but from what I understand, the, uh, the bootleg cut or whatever they're calling it, they call it, I don't know. Um, yeah. Is, is, uh, much better. Uh, so, and I don't, I don't know what the differences are because I've never seen it. Uh, Would you but give I was it a pretty, try? Um, maybe just to see what the differences are. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I just, yeah, I was pretty let down because I'd heard nothing but but really good things about this movie. Yeah. And then finally sitting down to watch it, and um, it, it starts off good. Like, it kind of pulled me in. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. All right, found footage. The guy's a serial killer. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just kind of, I don't know. Towards the end, I was getting kind of bored with it. Like, yeah. You know, um, and there's just not a whole lot there. So uh, I would not recommend the Poughkeepsie. Po- keep, I can't say it. Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie tapes either. Um, you know, uh, and it's got a stupid title that I can't say. So uh, those are the only two things that I watched this week besides WrestleMania. If you want to talk about that, you can talk about WrestleMania if you no, want. Yeah. No reason to talk. I'm about sure you have so many thoughts on it. You could just start another podcast all about wrestling. Don't think well, I haven't thought of it. Add that to the Rob network. Yep. Yep. It's getting awful busy on that network. Yeah, it has to um, be. Especially because nobody know. wants to host any other shows with me. I don't know how you find the time. <laughs> but uh it was a i will say this about wrestlemania it was fun to watch because fans were back yeah um and you know the last year has sucked yeah <laughs> trying to do, watch wrestling do you watch with your your kid i'm assuming yeah yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. trying to watch it without a crowd is just awful yeah the like, only times i've ever really watched it was like with a pretty large group of people and that always makes it so much better yeah so having the fans back was was pretty cool, um, and you know it was fun. It was a good couple of nights, but uh, yeah, took up most of the week. All right, so I guess we'll move into news. Yeah. Um. So it looks like we're going to get a remake of Slumber Party Massacre. It's coming to Sci-Fi sometime uh, later this year. Yeah, that um, was one of the articles I had pulled up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I like the original Slumber Party Massacre, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they do with it. I think an updated take on this story could be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, it, but you you did say you really liked it, so. You haven't seen it? Nope. All right, that one's going on the list. <clears throat> it's a good movie. It's a solid slasher film. I feel like you're going to add a lot of shit to the list after uh, this yeah, I might as well just get that list pulled up, huh? Yeah, might as well. <laughs> um, the next thing I had... Um, hey, did you see the trailer for the new Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead? Nope. All right, well, the trailer came out uh, earlier today. It is um, going to be on Netflix, May 21st. Looks like a pretty cool movie. It stars, uh, uh, speaking of uh, WrestleMania and wrestling, stars Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a zombie movie, but it, it's an interesting concept in that apparently Las Vegas has been overrun by zombies. Okay. And there's $200 million in the vault of a casino in Las Vegas. So, so Dave Batista and a group. And it, yes, with zombies. Zombies. Okay. Interesting. Um, and the zombies are smart. Oh, in this, so they're they're organized, and um, also in the trailer, there's a zombie tiger. A zombie tiger. Yes, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I feel like a tiger tiger doesn't need to be a zombie to just cause mass chaos, but yeah, but it doesn't hurt. I right. Yeah, doesn't hurt. (laughs) So uh, interesting. I'll have to watch the trailer. Yeah, it's online now, uh, and I am kind of looking forward to it. Um, Zack Snyder getting a bit of a renaissance with the Snyder mm-hmm. cut and, and now he's got the new movie on Netflix. Um, big things in that man's future, maybe, mm-hmm. or who knows? Um, Have you seen, sorry, side what? note, there was, I saw it was on TikTok, so you probably didn't see it, but there was a stand-up comic that was, um, he was talking about something and some guy like didn't laugh at something and he was like, oh, what's your name? And he was like, Zach. And he was like, all right, Zach, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a, I'm a film director. And he was like, do I know you? And he was like, how many film directors do you know named Zach? And <laughs> it turns out that it had been Zach Snyder in the audience that he was like oh, heckling. Man. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, I just fucked up. And then he was like, man, you need a Robin to your Batman? <laughs> like, I'll be Robin. <laughs> it was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's films. I did like the Snyder cut. It was much better than uh, the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. And this looks cool. So we'll see. I don't know. Big dumb fun. I think Zack Snyder can do well. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I've ever seen any of his other movies. Yeah, I'm sure I have. I don't know any of them off the top of my head. Though, um, so. He did the uh, Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, he did Wonder Woman. I really like the original Wonder Woman. Um, so, yeah, he's he's done some movies. 300, I think, was him. I've never seen 300. Um, oh, he did Sucker anyway. Punch. I like Sucker Punch. Yes, movie. he did do Sucker Punch. And Suicide Squad, which I also like. Okay, so I do know some of his movies. All right. Sorry um, for the side note. <laughs> <laughs> Scream Factory has announced that they're going to be releasing Dark Castle's House of Wax remake on a collector's edition Blu-ray out July 13th. How do you feel about the House of Wax remake? It was a remake? Yes. The 2005 movie was a remake? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, the the original with Vincent Price, classic. Haven't seen the original, have only seen the remake, and only saw it once, and I can't... I only saw it once because I hate Paris Hilton. Uh That was... I I think that that was uh, a rather disgusting way for them to market the movie, to be honest with you. Extremely. Uh, Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I'm in the same boat as you. I saw it once. Um, I don't remember it all that well. I, I don't, don't think I liked it, it, but, uh, I might, uh, I might watch it again just to see if I do like it because screen factory does an amazing job with their collector's editions, especially. Mm, yeah. So if it's a movie that you like, this would be the, uh, the Blu-ray to pick up. Um, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs is back on Shutter on Friday, and they've announced that they will have a special guest. Eli Roth is going to be on the show. Um, I love the last drive-in with Joe Bob. I, uh, I think it's a lot of fun uh, watching the show. If you can watch it live while it's airing on Friday nights, especially on Twitter, you can join the conversation with everybody else who's watching, and, uh, and it's a lot of fun. Um, Eli Roth is rather hit or miss with me on his yeah. films. Um, but I, I think it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. I'm not sure which they'll be showing one of his movies. I don't know which one it'll Ooh, be. I'm not sure what's on shutter. Um, I think is that on shutter? I don't know. I don't have shutter anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. It was one of the things that I got rid of only because I wasn't watching enough movies on it at the time. And yeah. I really needed to cut back. I was on, I was paying for too many streaming services. So mm-hmm. Shutter, unfortunately, was one that I had to get rid of for the time being. But I'll get it back um, soon, I'm sure. You need to get it back so you can watch Joe Bob. Uh, I have other things to do on Friday nights. He, he shows great movies. That's where I saw yeah. Hell Comes to Frogtown for the first Hell time. Hell Comes to Frogtown? Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yep. Sounds like a great movie. It's excellent. Sounds like All the right, best well, watch. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll be watching that on uh, on Friday night, and uh, I, I'll be interested to see which which movie from Eli Roth they show and um, uh, and hear what he has to say about it. it it's always a uh, an entertaining show, even if the movie's not good. It's yeah. still um, it's a lot of fun, especially if you're on Twitter and um, you're following along with the hashtags and stuff. Yeah, um, then it's it's a lot of fun. It's like being in a room with a, a ton of horror fans. Yeah, I'd be um, interested to see if they were playing, you know, watching Hostel. Yeah. If they played that because I have a bone to pick with him over that movie. Hostel? Yeah, it was really not as scary as people say it was. And um, I was very upset about it. Yeah, it's not my favorite. It's people are like, it's a bloodbath. And I'm like, what? No. Yeah. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, it's whatever. I'm not a fan. Um,. And the last thing I had is the New Mutants is now streaming on HBO Max. Mm. This was the quote-unquote Marvel horror movie um, from the X-Men franchise. Saw it in theaters, hated it, will never watch it again. But if you missed it in theaters and wanted to see it, you can catch (laughs) it on HBO Max. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's all I had for news. What'd you have? Um, I only have one thing because you took my other one. Um, okay. But Jurassic World, the um, ex, ex, uh, exhibition. That sounds weird. Um, but is bringing dinosaurs to your city, and it's going to start a nationwide tour in Dallas. They're going to have a bunch of the dinosaurs from the movies. 
um, and a bunch of interactive stuff. I'm really interested in this because anything with dinosaurs, I'm down for. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have some of the ones from the movies is even better. It's yeah. even cooler to see. I uh, I will not go to this because I saw the movie and I know how it turns out. <sighs> well, they're you know fake, so <laughs> it's really cool. It's being produced um, by like the Universal Parks and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know they have all the um, a whole bunch of stuff like. They have, like, little baby dinosaurs and, like, a petting zoo area, I think, at Universal that will be included, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I saw a, um, a news story last week, maybe. <gasps> I know what you're talking about. About Elon Musk. <laughs> yep. Did you see that? I did, and I retweeted yeah. it, and I said, I'm ready. I don't care. I'm going. <laughs> Sign me up. I'll pay. My- I said exactly what I just said. I remember the movie. Count me out. <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't remember how the movie went, Elon, but, uh, you know. I think it's it was his business partner or something that, like, was said, like, the, co- the company he has could do it. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, do it. 100%. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to bring something back, what about, like, uh, you know, something else that's extinct, like the Dodo? Dodo don't hurt anybody. That's not as cool, though. Yeah, but you can still prove your point. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's the same thing. The people it's, want dinosaurs. Not me. I want uh-uh. dinosaurs. Uh-uh. Um, all right. So that's what we've got for the news. Um, this is, uh, I thought we'd try something different. We talked about yeah. this and decided that we would try something different and uh, we would profile. Um, people from the horror genre, uh, people who've had an impact on the genre mm-hmm. in one way or another. And we decided to start with Wes Craven. Um, so uh, Wes Craven um, is interesting because he didn't get into filmmaking until uh, later in life than most people. He actually had um, gone to college and, and uh, uh, eventually earned his master's and was an English professor. Oh, wow. Yeah, for a while. And uh, let's see. So he made his first movie was in 1972. That was his mm-hmm. first directing job. Um, and at that point, he was 33 years old. See, to me, that doesn't seem like that's that old. It's not. Um, but for um, somebody to get into filmmaking at that age, is it's a little late. Lots Most people who who do it, get into it very early in their, you know, twenties. Um, they might not direct a movie at that point, but you know, that's, that's what they're doing. Hmm. Um, so that first movie was, uh, 1972's the house, uh, the last house on the left. Um, have you seen this movie? No. Yeah. So Not really missing much. I think honestly. I started it at one point. That's where the like the two girls are looking for. Aren't they trying to like find score some fucking weed or some shit? Yeah, they're going to a concert and they're trying to and yeah, they're trying to buy some pot and they're in a yep. bad neighborhood. Yep, and they yeah. they get brought to like these fucking crazy ass people's house and they yes. like kidnap them. Yeah, I did start that at one point and then I turned it off. Um, I don't yeah. know what happened. It, it wasn't that I didn't. So I didn't think it was bad. I just I don't it's, know something came up. It, it's um you know it was a huge hit at um, drive-ins mm-hmm. uh, when it came out, and um, it, you know it's part of the exploitation genre, and uh, it was produced by Sean Cunningham, mm-hmm. um, who of course went on to direct Friday the Thirteenth. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's a weird movie. Like like watching, I think. Watching it now, like it's not really scary. It's just weird, and um, the music doesn't seem to match up. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's this weird scene. I remember like they're carrying um, one of the girls, and and there's you know, it, it's you know, I, at first I thought the girl was dead, but it turns out she wasn't. She was just tied up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were carrying her, and but there's like this Benny Hill kind of music playing, you know, like <laughs> it's yeah. just weird. The whole thing is strange. Um, it's very much of its time. Yeah. You know? um, it's not a bad movie, but it's not one that I would care to revisit again. I mean, you know, been there, done that. Now, um, the remake, I've also not seen the remake. 
The have remake, you seen it? Is it better? The only I saw the first uh, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, maybe of the remake, mm-hmm. and got up and walked out of the theater because I hated it. Ah. So um, I have not seen anything beyond that. Uh, so the answer is no. It's ah. not better. Okay. Uh, after that, in 1975, he directed a movie called The Fireworks Woman. Oh. Never heard of it. Never uh, heard seen of it either. It. Uh, I'm on Wikipedia for his filmography, and there's not even a link to it. <laughs> wow. I'm going to get on IMDb. He was uh, credited on, on this movie uh, not as Wes Craven, but as Abe Snake. So I don't know oh, if he made a porn uh, movie. It is. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. Uh, well, it's rated X. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this is. See, yeah, I'm gonna assume this is porn. Okay. Angela and Peter are siblings and have loved each other since they were kids. They're both physically attracted to each other, but Peter is starting to become a priest. Yeah. Yep. This is okay. a porn. Right. This is a porn. Um, that's why well, we've never heard of it. <laughs> no, haven't heard of it. Haven't seen it. You know, uh, might have to go back and check it out, you know, for research purposes. But for, Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What really tipped me off is that he was credited as Abe yeah. Snake. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird porn name to have, too. Um, so following that up in 1977, he made The Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we talked about that on uh, one of the episodes of... This horror life. One of the first a, ones, I believe. Yeah, remake. Uh, Pretty uh, early Rumble, on. Yes. Whatever the hell we call those. Um, <laughs> that and the remake. Um, and I believe we both liked the remake better, didn't we? Uh, I Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that was the one I was surprised because I thought for sure you'd like the original better. Yeah. Um, I think it just didn't live up, you know, the same way it didn't yeah. age well. I don't dislike The Hills no. Have Eyes, but again, a lot like The Last House on the Left is very much of its time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you're right. It just doesn't feel like it, it holds up very well no. um, uh, over time for some reason. Uh, not a bad movie, but just not one that, uh, I mean, honestly, if I'm going to watch The Hills Have Eyes, I'm just going to watch the remake. Yeah. Um, I agree. So then uh, four years after that, he made Deadly Blessing. Um, this is a movie that I actually have seen. I actually own the Blu-ray. Wow. Um, because Shout, um, Scream Factory released it. And, okay. um, I, I, I was on a kick where I would buy anything Scream Factory put out for a while. Yeah. Um, even, you know, this movie, blind buying movies, uh, because everything was good. Um, and this one I really like. It's an interesting movie. Um, it's one of Sharon Stone's early movies. Okay. And um, it's a. It, I, I haven't seen it in a while, so it, I'm having a hard time remembering exactly the plot. But I know that there's a, a couple that lives um, sort of out in the middle of nowhere uh, next to this really weird sort of religious sect. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the, the husband is like related to the leader of the religious sect or something, but he's been okay. banished. I, I don't know. It's this whole weird thing. And there's, there's like this murder plot and there's all this like weird stuff going on. Uh, it's a really cool movie though. I do remember there's a, some really cool visuals, like a snake and in a bathtub and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend checking it out. It, it's an under underrated sort of a uh, little gem from Wes Craven. Um, and that's 1981's, Deadly Blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, the next movie is 1982 Swamp Thing. I I saw this one as a kid. I don't remember this movie at all. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, I did see it, but it's so long ago. I, I don't remember it. It's one of those movies, like, I've talked about it I don't know how many times. I just am not big into, like, monster movies. And I'm pretty sure that's what this is. I'm assuming yeah. it's called Swamp Thing. So. Yeah, well, there's, I, you know, Swamp Thing. I don't know. I assume that the comic book came first. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, and yeah, it's um, it's a, you know, like I remember reading the comics too as a kid. Um, it's an interesting character. 
but again, I, I saw the movie, you know, I was probably not long after it came out. I would have been six years old when it came out. Seems probably about the time that maybe, you know, a couple of years after that I would have watched it. And mm-hmm. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'll be in a hurry to revisit that one either. No. <laughs> um, 1984, we got A Nightmare on Elm Street. Great movie. Yeah. Um, this one is truly a classic, obviously. Yeah. Um, Wes Craven uh, entering the slasher genre and in some ways sort of turning it on its head a little bit, sort of introducing, um, you know, a bit of the paranormal to the slasher genre mm-hmm. um, and giving us the iconic character of Freddy Krueger. A fucking uh, sassy the, asshole, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, again, uh, something we had seen before, a slasher mm-hmm. that talked. and Right. Um, uh, you know, fed on your, your fears and, and came after you in your dreams. Um, a horrifying movie when, when it first came out. I remember oh, yeah. that. We talked about this movie before. Um, it scared me as a child to no end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and has, uh, you know, endured throughout the years and still holds up. I mean, we watched it and um, for an episode, we did uh, mm-hmm. another remake, Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. With this in the remake, and uh, we both agreed that the original uh, was much better than that god awful. Much, much better. Yeah, that remake is terrible. It shouldn't have been made. There's some really poor decisions in that movie, but yeah, yeah, I I think this holds up really, really well, and it is still terrifying to think like you have to sleep at some point. So it's like it's not a matter of running away from a threat. Like you you can never actually run away from it. You have to right. sleep at some point. So I think that uh, is all the more terrifying. Right. And, um, of course, also uh, gave Johnny Depp his start. Mm-hmm. Which we can all be thankful for that. Yes. We all love Johnny Depp. Or not. You don't love Johnny <laughs> you know? Depp? I love Johnny um, Depp. He's fine. I don't know. He kind of... I don't know. I get that kind of vibe of he's kind of like, look how weird I am. You know, <laughs> like, all right, shut up and sit down. You're not that weird. Okay. <laughs> um, he followed up A Nightmare on Elm Street with The Hills Have Eyes Part 2. I don't believe I've ever seen his um, version of this movie. I did I see the remake. have not seen The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 at all. Yeah. Either of them. Many of them. I, haven't, I saw the remake. I didn't care for it. Mm. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever seen the original. Um, 1986, we got Deadly Friend. Ooh. Um, no, I have no idea what that is. It sounds cool. I mean, it does sound cool, but I've never, um... Oh, I opened it up uh, and it's not a picture of, like, a teddy bear or something. That's upsetting. No, what is that? It's like a... Ugh. It looks, oh. it's curtains coming out of a window. Oh, it is, but, like, over the earth or something? What is that? I at the bottom. I don't know. I don't know. Looking at the poster, if I saw this in the, uh, you know, like video store back in the day, would have walked right by it. <laughs> not running that, but uh, never heard of a deadly friend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to talk about movies that he just uh, that he didn't direct. We, do, we talked about that beforehand, um, except for one, and that is 1987's A Nightmare on Elm Street Three: Dream Warriors. Um, he was. Um, I believe a co-writer on it and an executive producer. Mm-hmm. Um, worth noting because it is um, a lot of people think it's the best one in the franchise. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are wrong, but that's oh my God. neither here nor there. They, they hold that uh, opinion for some reason. Um, but it is worth noting that the best movies in that franchise, Wes Craven had some sort of involvement in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the, the missteps or mediocre films are the ones where he has, he has stepped away. Yeah. I, I haven't seen this one, the dream warriors one in, um, a long time. It's been a while. I had started, mm-hmm. um, a rewatch of all of the movies and then couldn't find a lot of them. This yeah. being one of them. Uh, so well, I had to stop. Even, even if you can't find the movie. You need to right now go on your Spotify or mm-hmm. Apple Music or whatever you have and find that badass Dawkins song. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that rocks. Dream Warriors. 
um, it's a good. It's a. It is a good movie. Um, mm-hmm. I just I don't understand why people think it's the best in the in the franchise. For me, it was a solid number three. What'd you put at number one? We'll talk about that coming up. Oh my gosh! All right. Yeah. Oh God. Um, the very next year, 1988, we got the Serpent and the Rainbow. Um, have you seen this movie? Nope. I watched it for the first time recently, actually, probably uh, within the past year. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it gets a lot of praise. I don't understand why. I didn't like it. Um, I found it to be rather slow and boring. It's um. Trying to even remember the premise now. I believe the guy goes to Haiti or someplace, and there's oh, okay. like a voodoo zombie kind of thing going on. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't even remember it exactly. It's, uh, but I do. Re- what I do remember about it is that I found it very slow and rather boring. Uh, but it does get quite a bit of love from people, so you know it's something that might be worth checking out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in 1989. That's when things get serious. Oh. Because that's when we get Shocker. Never seen it. Sh- oh. <laughs> oh. You're about to add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, that one's going on the list. <laughs> that one is certainly going on the list. It's, I When we talked about this, I was like, oh, for sure. I'm, I'm sure I've seen a lot of his movies. Clearly uh-huh. not. Well, he's, he has a lot of movies. I mean, he does. Ms. Craven made quite a bit of movies. Yeah. Um, quite a number of movies. Shocker is this amazing little slasher film that um, doesn't really get uh, the credit that it deserves. Um, it is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's uh, about a guy. Uh, he's a serial killer named Horace Pinker. Okay. And he goes to the electric chair um, and I don't remember because it's been a while since I've seen it, but I don't remember if there's some sort of uh, magical shenanigans involved or not, mm-hmm. but, um, it doesn't kill him. Um, it just makes him able to trans uh, to, to transport himself through electricity. Oh yeah. And, uh, so he goes around killing people through the, um, you know, various Interesting. Uh, electrical outlets and things in their house. No. Um, it's a really cool, interesting premise, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, it, it does it gets overlooked and uh, and mocked and made fun of by a lot of people, but I really love this stupid movie. Yeah, um, it, it's really worth uh, worth the time if you haven't seen it. Um, a couple of years later, uh, in 1991, we get the people under the stairs. Uh, this is a movie that almost everyone agrees is a classic. I don't see it. Um, I don't think this movie's very good. I know I've seen this movie, but I don't remember what the premise of the movie was about. It is, um, there's a kid, and, um, I don't know, his uncles, or his dad and his uncle, or something, mm-hmm. um, they are, uh, going to break into a house. They're gonna, they're gonna rob this house where these people are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of the, uh, robbery or burglary, um, the people come home, and it turns into, like, this weird house of horrors, where they've got all these booby traps, uh, and stuff set up and like uh, for the can't... people coming home or for the no 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 the people the people who own the house have all this weird stuff set up what yeah and so it's it, like yeah. home alone but like adults sort of but it turns out that there's like they've been keeping people uh, in their basement oh. hence the title ah okay that makes more sense as to why yeah. they have booby traps okay. Yeah, and there's all this weird. It's uh, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. It's not a very scary movie. Um, it's um, to me, it's almost like kid horror. Is it like and a horror it, comedy? Sort of. Okay. And I, but I think that's why people like it so much. I think the people mm-hmm. who really love it are people who saw it as a, a child, mm-hmm. and um, they just sort of had that nostalgia for it. Yeah. Um, which I get, and uh, is perfectly understandable. It's just th- that's not how I I didn't see it then, you know. Yeah. Um. So I uh, 
I just don't get it. Like it doesn't click with me the way that it does with, with a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, but I am the outlier there. I understand that most people absolutely adore this movie. Um, as a matter of fact, we might put that one on the list too. Okay. Just because it is uh, pretty much universally loved by everyone but me. Um, <laughs> Sounds which, about right. You know, it's. I mean, that happens a lot. A lot of yeah. times, I'm right, and everybody else is wrong. I no, know. I think a lot of times you're wrong, and everybody else is right. That doesn't seem. That doesn't seem right to me at all. Uh, well, you know, there you are being wrong again. Uh, in 1994, we got the best entry into the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, and that is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, by this point, Freddy had become sort of a. Uh, a joke almost mm -hmm. you know we saw it, anybody who's seen freddy's dead knows what i'm talking about god that movie sucks um you know he had uh he had become this weird he wasn't scary anymore he was you know he was a joke yeah he had turned mm -hmm. that that corner of you you stopped going to see a nightmare on elm street movies because you were afraid of freddy and you were now going because you were rooting for freddy yeah, I think that's um, what happens with, you know, like I said, I called him a sassy asshole earlier. You know, he yeah. towed the line a lot of the time. Like, those little jokes were scary, but then eventually they become not so scary. Yeah. Like you and, said. And it becomes, and it becomes a joke. Yeah, and, and he also had become, at this point, a pop culture phenomenon. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he'd been on, like, MTV. And, you know, um, they sold, uh, you know, kids' toys. Yeah, Freddie and everything, and then Wes Craven came back to the franchise, um, and he made Freddie scary again, mm. and he also did it uh, once again, like he did with the original Nightmare on Elm Street. He gave us something we had never seen before, really. Mm -hmm. Um, in doing it, uh, setting it with the movie inside the movie, ah, meta. Yeah, it's very meta. Um, okay. A lot um, of people say a lot of people say this is a precursor to Scream. I don't think so. Um, Scream doesn't get nearly as meta as this does. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, this literally has Robert England in the movie playing Robert England, who played <laughs> Freddy Krueger in the other movies. You know? Right. Um, you know, Scream is self-referential, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's not nearly um, as meta as as this thing gets. Um, but I, I think this is, I like this one the most out of all of them in the franchise because I think it's the most original. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it is the best version of Freddy since the original film. And I think it's genuinely scary again. And um, I that's almost a miraculous feat. Mm -hmm. Once uh, a character like Freddy has turned into a cartoon... It's very hard to make him scary again, but Wes Craven was able to do it with his movie. So, I think you're going to have to add this to the list because this is one of the few I haven't seen. You have got to <laughs> No, I'm not. All I right, wish so I was. To, re to recap what I've learned about you tonight, <laughs> you haven't seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare or anything with Tony Danza in it. That would be correct. Wait, no, 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 no. I've seen... 12 Angry Men, the TV oh, movie. That's right. that's right. In school, you had to watch 12 Angry yeah, Men. I didn't watch it for fun. It was for school. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> say I'm sorry about New Nightmare, but I won't say I'm sorry about the Tony Danza thing. Uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to find a Tony Danza movie that we can put on the list too. Good luck. Um, in the next year, 1995, uh, Craven goes full on horror comedy. With mm -hmm. Vampire in Brooklyn starring Eddie Murphy. Um, <clears throat> this movie's not good. No. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. What Me I remember either. about it was that Eddie Murphy was about as hot as anyone had ever been at this point and could have made anything that he wanted to. Yeah. And he um, chose this. And he chose this. And Wes <laughs> Craven was also, you know, by this point considered a master of horror and, uh, yeah. Um, a director that uh, you know was a, a surefire um, 
I, I don't know if it was a surefire, you know, hit at the box office, but yeah. certainly a name that people recognized and, and would respond to. And this movie, I've seen it once years ago. Um, I have a couple of times thought about going back to rewatch it, but I can never bring myself to push play on this thing. Doesn't, I just, if I remember correctly, doesn't Eddie Murphy play more than one like character? Probably because he does that in everything. Okay, that's fair. You know, he did that in Coming to America and mm. the um, Nutty Professor and every movie he's ever been in, probably. Mm. Uh, except for Beverly Hills Cop, because that movie kicks ass. Okay. <clears throat> Beverly Hills Cop? Don't tell me you haven't seen that. Uh, I saw it when I was younger, but I don't really uh. remember it. Oh, it's awesome. You got to rewatch it. I don't know about that. Um, so anyway, I, I don't have much to offer for Vampire in Brooklyn. I, I saw it once. I didn't think it was funny or scary, and that's a bad sign for a horror comedy. Um, yeah. 1980, or 1996, rather, uh, he returns to the slasher genre and essentially saves horror um, with the release of Scream. My all-time favorite movie. Um, ever? Uh, I, I don't know. This is like top, 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 top. Like definitely top five. Maybe top five. Uh, you, know, you know, you haven't seen The Shape of Water. That's the problem. No, I, uh, I've, I've seen Splash. <laughs> I don't need to see The Shape of Water. I don't know um, how that works out. No, Scream is, is a, a classic. This movie's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it holds up well. I mean, here we are, um, you know, however, I can't do math. I'm way too tired. But was that like 25 years ago or um, something? Yeah, exactly. Um, actually, it's it's still uh, it still holds up. It's still scary. Even though I've seen it a million times, there are still yeah, yeah. Uh, tense scenes. And yep. the, um, the, the opening scene uh, or, or sequence in this mm -hmm. with Drew Barrymore is just as good, if not better, than anything else ever put on film in a horror movie. It's so great. It really is. It, that's still, even watching it as many times as I had, cause I have, because I've watched this movie just hundreds of times at this point. Like, it's still creepy, that whole yeah. opening sequence. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an excellent movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I, I don't think that we need to spend too much time praising this because everybody knows it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, in 1997, we got Scream 2, um, which is also amazing. Yes. Um, and that was one. I remember when Scream 2 was coming out, I remember um, going to the theater to see it mm -hmm. and being very afraid that it was going to suck. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the sequel thing, but, um, and then did, were you afraid in the theater when you saw it and someone got killed in a the theater and you were like, Oh shit. No, that didn't, that didn't bother no. me. No, but, um, that is a cool, uh, once again, a really cool opening. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's Jada Pinkett, right? Yes. It gets killed there. Um, mm -hmm. later to become Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it's so well done again. Um, and, you know, managed. I, I don't think it quite reaches the level of the original, but it uh, it gets awful close. Yeah, it, it, it is uh, really good. I, I always say, like, when I, because, you know, when you go into talking about, like, franchises, obviously Scream is one of the biggest. You know, you always have to, everyone's like, oh, you rate them. Where, where do they fall? I feel like all of the movies for Scream fall so close to each other. Sometimes it's hard to kind of pick and choose which one, especially the first two. The first two, I agree with you. Hmm. Well, uh, you won't agree with me when we get further down the list. All right. <laughs> um, so then we come up to 1999 and we get Music of the Heart. Excuse me? This if I'm not mistaken, is the only Wes Craven movie that is not a horror film. Or at least, you know, related to the horror genre. And Vampire in Brooklyn's probably more comedy than horror. Um, but, what uh, the fuck is this? Yeah, this is a movie that he did, if I'm not mistaken, is a star like Meryl Streep or something? Yeah, I pulled it up. Yeah, I haven't seen this. 
Um, I wouldn't have pegged you for someone who's seen it, considering it's a musical drama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, there, there's, you know, you put the word musical in there, you can almost always count me out. Uh, it has to be something super special if it's got the word musical in its description <laughs> for me to sit down and watch it. Uh, so I have not seen Music of the Heart. Uh, I haven't either. We should just skip it. It's not horror. I can't comment on it at all. Uh, maybe we'll have to revisit that on an episode or something. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, and then we get the 2000. So he's he's churning out movies one every uh, every couple of years. Yeah. Um, uh, in 2000, we get Scream 3. Um, and, well, he must have just been burnt out by the time he got to this Stop. one. <laughs> this one gets so much undue hate. Oh, it really it's does. it's such garbage. It's not, though. This movie is so bad. This movie is so bad. There's a cameo from Jay and Silent Bob. And? That Come should on. make it better. No, I love Jay and Silent Bob. I love Kevin Smith. I don't want him in my Scream movies. Get the hell out. Whatever. It is awful. This movie's really not that bad. I think it gets a lot of unjust hate. And they try to bring Randy back to make it better, but it's like that stupid thing where his sister plays him a videotape or whatever. Just get out of here. It's so bad. I like that. No, this is not a good movie. It's a big swing and a huge miss. No, I don't think so. Um, and so maybe that's why it took five years for us to get something else. Maybe they were like, all right, well, it's time to put Wes in time out. You know, let him, let him cool off a little bit. And um, when he returns, it's with the film Cursed. Mm-hmm. No, no clue what that is. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Don't know anything nope. about it. All right, moving on. Also in 2005, <laughs> uh, we get the movie Red Eye, which I Never have seen, seen. Um, this is quite, uh, fun actually. Red Eye, I would recommend checking out. It's not, um, it's not really, I guess, a thriller so much or a a horror movie so much as a thriller. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, Rachel McAdams is in it. And uh, she's on a obviously a red eye flight, and she's sitting next to a guy, and uh, they strike up a conversation, and she's um, she starts, uh, you know, they kind of start flirting with one another, and then uh, you know it turns out that he's up to nefarious things, and uh, there's a whole it's sort of a weird terrorism plot going on. I, I mean, it gets a little, it goes a little off the rails, but kind of in a cool way, so I was okay with it. Um, and it is a fun movie. I, I wouldn't, uh, if you're going to sit down and watch red eye, don't take it too seriously. Um, but if you just go along for the ride, it's a good time. Yeah. I, I do really like Rachel McAdams. So yeah. Yeah. She's great. I can't remember who else is in it. Who's, who's the dude in that movie? Um, Cillian Murphy. Yes. I had it pulled yes. up already. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's worth a watch. Hmm. Um, I, I really did enjoy it in 2006. Oh boy. Um you know what this might not be horror either. Um a oh boy, uh Paris Je I don't t'aime. know how you s- Paris huh? Je t'aime. Je t'aime. Yeah, what yeah, what you said. It's, um means Paris I love you. I took French in high school. Okay. Well, um Paris I love you comes out and this is apparently an anthology and he had a a segment in the uh, one of the segments in the anthology that also has a title that I can't pronounce. Let me see. I might not be able to pronounce it either. Yeah. Um, Pierre Lachaise, I think maybe. Okay. I, don't know. I mean, it's technically about a cemetery. Is so, it? okay. Yeah. It's yeah, the largest I, I, cemetery in France. Okay. Oh, I, oh! I bet that's where yeah, um, right here it says. Um, bet that's where Jim Morrison's buried. Um, I've been the, there. The plot of it is while visiting. Um, I'm not going to attempt that again. Cemetery. A young woman breaks up with her fiance, who then redeems himself with the aid of advice from the ghost of Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe a little, a little maybe, horror. Yeah, related? a little bit, of, okay. a little bit of something. And you know what's funny? I don't know how to say the name of this place, but I've been there. You've been there. <laughs> You've been, yeah, you, you went to yeah, Jim, Paris, France. Yeah, Jim Morrison is buried there. Okay. Um, 
Do you know who Jim Morrison is? Do I- <laughs> yeah, I know who Jim Morrison is. All right, just checking. Um, yeah, so I don't know how to say. Yeah, again, I didn't know how to pronounce much of anything when I was in Paris. So um, it was either finding someone who spoke English or playing games of charades and Pictionary with people to try and get my point across. Yeah. Um, in 2010, he did My Soul to Take. Um, this movie's terrible. Haven't seen it. It is, um, there's a, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I remember there's like a group of high school kids and I don't remember there's a specific number. I think it's like six of them or seven of them or something. Um, and they were all born on the same day as something else happened Mm. in this town. And so then like, there's like a spirit that's coming to kill them. For some, it's all just bullshit. Like, <laughs> um, it's a real convoluted, okay. doesn't make sense story. It's not a I'm good movie. I'm just really upset that the main character's name is Bug. Yeah, I do remember. Um, yeah, Bug. Um, yeah, it's been so long <clears throat> since I've seen this movie, but uh, it's not worth it's not worth watching. Um, and then in 2011. <clears throat> We get his final movie, which is Scream 4. Loved Scream 4. Um, I like Scream 4. Amazing movie. Uh, it's a right good movie. There. Right up there with the original. Um, no. Okay, no. okay. let's uh, um, agree um, to disagree until we have our Scream episode where we can fucking battle it out. That's not really how I do things, though. Um, um, <laughs> just keep your mouth shut for today. And- I, will, I will say this. Scream 4 is better than Scream 3. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's where it stops. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a, a large gap between it and Scream 2. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that large. It's um, pretty small. But I did like Scream 4. Uh, I just don't like it as a, a Scream movie. But we'll get into all that. Or you can go listen to <laughs> Slasher Radio where I argued with Mikey Bones about it for 45 minutes. <laughs> um. Yeah, Scream 4 is, uh, it's, you know, it was nice that they got everybody to come back. Um, it's great that they were able to, you know, that Wes was able to direct it. Um, and I think it is fitting that it was his final film. I, I think so, too. You know, like, had he had he um, died before getting a chance to make it, and his last movie had been My Soul to Take? <laughs> That would have been a catastrophe. Yeah. Um, going out on Scream 4 is a, a good swan song for him. Um, yeah. I mean, when I think yeah. of Wes Craven, like, I think because of when I was born, my first thought is the Scream series. Like, that whole mm-hmm. franchise, not Nightmare on Elm Street is close second. But I grew up more on the Scream movies than I did on Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, so I think that was very fitting. I think it would have had to have been something that was either Scream or Nightmare on Elm Street. So I'm really glad it was Scream. Yeah, uh, when I think of Wes Craven, the first thing that comes to my mind has always been Music of the Heart. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> I know that your favorite genre is musical dramas. So yeah, I, yeah. I always his, knew that about you. His close association with Meryl <laughs> Streep. Um, I, I, again, that movie could be fantastic. I don't know. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it. Um, I, I, I imagine I will live my entire life having never seen it. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I, I do think it's a, it's fitting that he went out, um, on a high note. Yeah. Uh, I, I am, uh, happy about that. Uh, that is the one thing I, I have major reservations about with this, uh, five cream coming up. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate you. I'm very concerned that uh, you know, with Wes not being involved, uh, we'll see what they what they do with it. I do trust the guys who are making it because they made Ready or Not, and yeah. that seems like a perfect fit. Um, but you know, uh, there's also a part of me that's like, you know, Wes is gone. Maybe we should just let this thing go. Yeah. Um. So that's it. That is that is Wes Craven. Um, yeah. And and there is a lot of other stuff that uh, he produced that he involved in too. Yeah, yeah he's a, that we didn't touch. A, yeah, producer on a lot of stuff. You mentioned um, earlier, Mind Ripper mm-hmm. or whatever that is uh, down here as he's listed as a producer. 
Apparently that movie was also known as The Hills Have Eyes 3. Which makes no sense. Um, yeah. I saw that when I was looking through what you sent me, and I was like, how the fuck could this have been The Hills Have Eyes? Like, the only thing that is the same is that, like, it's, like, the setting is kind of, like, in the mountains. Like, the rocky, I, I don't know. this That same kind of just rocks everywhere type of setting. Yeah. The desert, if you will, I guess. Okay. It's the only yeah, thing that could it. be tied in. But it, it all happens, like, in a secure, like, facility that's, like, underground. So, I don't know. Okay. How it could have been Hills Have Eyes 3. Like I said, it, it was... What I saw of it, it was pretty good. I, I'm gonna try and give it another watch. Um, and actually watch it all the way through and not fall asleep watching okay. <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I think you should watch it, too. He also, oh, yeah. another notable one was... Um, what is a wish wishmaster? Wishmaster, yeah. I was just yeah, I was gonna mention that he was an executive producer on Wishmaster. Which I actually almost watched last night and instead turned on the other one. <laughs> um Wishmaster is better than I thought it would be. Yeah. I'll say that about it. Um those movies are the um actually all of them are better than they really have a right to be. They're not great, <laughs> but you know. Um, he was also an executive producer on Feast, um, which I think is worth noting. One, because I or Chris loves it. I was just going to gonna say, that's a movie that Chris loves, right? Yeah, try, trying to make good with him. Uh, he's still <laughs> a little angry. Um, but also, it, it is the um, the horror season of the reality show Project Greenlight, and I believe Wes was on that uh, mm. show as well. Okay. The um, I, I think it had moved from HBO to not HBO. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember which channel it moved uh, to, but uh, he was part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, just mm-hmm. looking through here, you know, he did a lot of television stuff and um, uh, did editing on some things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, even did some acting, apparently played himself on an episode of Boston legal. Oh, that's pretty um, cool. Yeah, I didn't see that. Hmm. Um, and was in, uh, you know, a lot of his own movies. Also yeah. uh, made a cameo in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That I remember. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Wes Craven, that is uh, that is our profile on him. And uh, it was fun. Yeah. You know, uh, there were a couple of movies I wish I had, uh, had seen or, or remembered. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's going to happen, I think, with anybody who has as, as long a career as him. Uh, there's going to be stuff that I've seen years ago that I'm just not going to remember that well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, all right, I think that's it, unless you've got anything else to add, Ghost. Uh, I, I don't. I definitely have some more movies I need to watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I got a running list going, so we'll, we'll be good on that front. Yeah, I, I'm a little disappointed in... Um, the amount of these movies that I've seen. Mm. I mean, I've seen all the big ones to be fair. Yeah. I'm uh, a little disappointed in you too. You're always disappointed in me. I can't, <laughs> I can't do anything to make you happy. Yeah. I'm also disappointed in your screen movie ranking. Um, I'm disappointed in your rankings. You're the one that's wrong. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at this horror life. You can also send us email, uh, this horror life at gmail.com. And if I'm not mistaken, you were on Twitter soliciting for people to, to email us. I was email and us, rate or uh, rate the podcast on Apple music. Leave us a review. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Let yeah. I believe, I believe your tweet said we're dying to hear from you, which I, I thought was a little presumptuous on, on your part because I'm, I don't want to hear from people. Um, well, should- considering I'm the one that would be looking at it, um, uh-huh. I'm dying to hear from people. Okay, so, all right, that's know. fine. That's I just fine. Lumped I, as you far in, as- since you're also on the show, you know, as, I was far, trying as, to be con- <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, everybody should just listen to me and then keep their opinions to themselves. Well, that's not how this works. <laughs> it's not a dictatorship. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Radio Rob One Two Three. You can listen to my other show, um, Slasher Radio, wherever you're listening to this horror life. Ghost, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ghosty J with a zero. 
All right. And you uh, you keep saying that you're going to get this gaming channel up, but now you're moving again. So I'm guessing it's going to delay everything. Yeah, again? it's going to delay everything again. I have everything to get set up for the most part. So once I move and kind of get situated there, I'm hoping to start. So... Yeah, that'll be fun. Are you gonna like live stream? Is that the plan? Yeah, I think I think I'll do a little bit of both. I kind of want to stream Resident Evil Seven um, because Resident Evil Eight comes out uh, in a couple months, so uh -huh. I want to play that game before the new one comes out because I'm really interested in the new one. Well, yeah, everybody should check that out once it gets up and going. Yeah. And come with me and, and root for Ghost to die in a video game. That'll be fun. You know what? It'll probably happen a lot because, <laughs> you know, I'm not the best, but I do have a lot of fun. So. All right. Well, Ghost, thanks for your time. Always a pleasure.